You are listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, a podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Jared. I'm Andrew. And we're going to start off the week by talking to Jared first before we get into the Destiny 2 stuff with Andrew. So, hey, Jared. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so I just want to start out t- talking about this guy named Asmongold. Uh, I, know, I know of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, he recently, yeah, your boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boy Asmongold, mm-hmm. uh, just recently got his Twitch sub button, um, and he That's already surprising had... to me. I would, I don't, I don't watch him a whole lot. But I figured that'd be something he already had. Well, he never just upset it up apparently or something. I don't know. Just I guess Twitch was making free money off of him because him getting viewers and him hmm. not making money off of it. But apparently he never like applied, whatever. I don't. I don't know. But um, yeah. So he just got his sub button, and I think he's already got like three thousand subscribers. Uh, you know, must be nice. But he deserves <laughs> it, honestly. That that guy's been streaming for such a long time. He's been a WoW advocate and like just an overall good. He plays a warrior, right? usually yeah, yeah. Yes. he's just a good warrior yeah yeah and plus i know like he recently took over being the gm and raid leader of this guild i don't know if you guys have seen the videos he's posted of throughout this expansion about how pretty much like all the leadership in his guild quit and he didn't want to be a leader he's like no i mean i'm trying to stream i'm trying to like uh, i don't got time for this and then he ended up being you know the the raid leader and everything. Hmm. No, I mean, like we were talking before, I mean, I feel like he is a very toxic leader, like the tyrant Andrew here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does he get it done? Like, Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. They, I mean, they, I mean, they killed, like, KJ. Wow. A while, a yeah. while back, uh, pretty sure maybe no maybe it's Goldan. um they killed it pretty pr- pretty early is anyway, that why he's popular though like sometimes or what do you think well, see i don't really know the origin of like what made him popular um to be honest i, I don't know ever i've just randomly heard about him one time and like it was crazy that i hadn't heard of him at the, when I, you know, figured it out about him, so I, I don't know, I, something I could read into, kind of interesting. Yeah, but uh, so also this past week, Seed of the Triumvirate came out. It's the uh, dungeon in seven three. Uh, I can't really tell you much about it because I haven't done it. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's the Seed of the Triumvirate is pretty much on Argus where Kill Jaden. Um, Archimond and uh, wow, uh, what's his name? The other, pri- the priest. Anyway, the good the priest. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. Any, bro, I, I don't bro. know why I'm blanking out right now. I'm tilted. Come out, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Velen. Uh, that's where they all like. That was where they ruled. Is the that where the, the I've seen like a. Uh, 
like a uh, like a screenshot of like a couple like statues of all of them or something in that is yeah, that yeah, yeah. that area cool. exactly um so that that's kind of where the dungeon is but all the bosses are void bosses um it's obvious that they are alluding to you know the void are about to be a big deal so i'm i don't know why i have not done the dungeon yet but you know i plan on doing it soon Hmm. Uh, uh, but anyways, another news: PUBG broke the record for most concurrent players. It was like 1.2 million, close to 1.3 million concurrent players. It beat out uh, Dota, and yeah, Dota was the previous record holder. Yeah, which, which that's that's just uh, on Steam, right? Like, yeah, that's just on Steam. I mean, Dota's only available on Steam. Not well, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, available on Steam, <laughs> but I mean that's just the Steam record. Like, I mean, there's no tracking for other games. I mean, right? Or is that included in that record? I mean, Steam uh, tracks all the games. If that's what you're saying. Well, I mean, like, I mean, how do you not know that WoW technically has the record? You oh, I see. I see. I mean, well, Blizzard, Blizzard would be Steam. that. Yeah. Yeah, so like I, I guess I don't know if there's ever been the that many players concurrently. I don't know, man. Launch, Launch eggs, nights, uh, hype, right. hype train. I mean, that's still pretty impressive for a you know it's not an MMO, so that's still pretty impressive. Um, yeah, and I actually just got a chicken dinner right before we came live. Squatting up, Congrats. Um, yeah, with some people in the community. Number um, one NA. No, definitely. Mm, like number like five hundred and two. <laughs> no, like <laughs> number one million. Yeah. You're uh, that no, you're that last concurrent player. Yeah. Um, but I guess the last biggest thing that I have to talk about is the Divinity Two uh release. Kind of give a quick review uh I really haven't played games like this in the past a lot. It seems kind of overwhelming because, like, you walk around, like, 30 seconds later, you got, like, 50 quests and you don't know what to do. Uh, but, no, I mean, like, the mechanics seem really fun. Like, so, it, I can already tell it's going to have so much replayability. I know some of my friends have already made, like, I swear, five characters because they're <laughs> just doing, like, different playthroughs with people. Uh so it's it's just got a lot of replayability and apparently the story is really good as you get on down the line i have not because i'm the notorious you know the notorious not finishing anything yeah and you know we we need to make a list of everything that i've started oh. and not completed no we don't and, <laughs> and and we need to like I need to strike them out. Like, start at the top of the list and just start killing games. Good luck with that. Yeah, that's I'm probably right. you to, uh, there's, I have to find, there's a website that tells you how long it'll take to finish every game in your Steam library. I don't want to see that. <laughs> well, you have to, If you're going to take this on, you got to see gonna it, man. you got to take the challenge, you got to do it. <laughs> you gotta you see, it. but all the games aren't even in my Steam library. You know, well, I, see? I, I got to even longer. Game. Yeah, like, so what about all these games that I have that you don't have that you can't play though? Is that gonna count? Well, 
I mean, yeah, because I mean, we've already established that I use your Steam library. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be another conversation, or at least a whole podcast worth of gaming backlogs and how to deal with oh, them. Definitely. You know, like the it's actual like. Yeah, yeah, it's a good you topic. Guys, you yeah. guys are gonna have to have a guest. I can't help anyone with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you would be, you would be the commentator and be like, "Yep, I have that game. I have that game. I need to be." And like, how long it is beat? And another topic would like a subtopic of that would be like, "Okay, I have the game. How about the DLC? How about all of the subquests? You know, like, oh, how do you man. deal with that?" Oh, or no. yeah. Don't yeah. get me started on games I've bought DLC for and I never beat the base. <laughs> See, that you know and I am, that right I am there. proud of yeah. you for doing is finishing Origins a while back. Uh, Dragon Age? Yeah. Bro, I've beat that like three yeah. times. I know. I'm... See? But that's one of the only games you can say that you've done that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, we're not uh, trying to get to the Destiny stuff everybody's super excited about. I'm sure. I'm excited. I'm excited. Are you anything excited? Else for, anything else for the? the <laughs> I'm not uh, excited. Divinity. I'm excited. You have it. You have nope. Destiny too. Are you to regret it? Taking what? it back. No way. No, no way. No, I'm just. <laughs> I was gonna click that leave call yeah. button. No, I I gotta take it back before I hit max level. I can't finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah, before the PC, that crisp, smooth PC version coming out. I am playing a warlock though. I I feel like they're slow. Obviously, I think that's was intended to be the mm-hmm. slowest one. Yeah, and, but it's 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 a strong class. It's actually the strongest class in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, the DPS class. I mean, <laughs> fits me. It's um, it's it's very it has utility. It's got the best super. It's it's on in in general the. It's it's a really great class. So so like what's better, like the Dawnblade or the uh purple thing? No. Storm Stormcaller, man. If you don't have Stormcaller yet, you're behind. Oh, is that the one I don't have? Probably. Wait, are there three? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I'm I'm already blowing his mind right now. Before we get <laughs> like, too much into Destiny, let's get everything else out of the way and then sure, we'll, sure. let you have a heyday with it. All right. But uh, I've I've been playing the first Divinity because I like those kind of games. I don't want to fully commit to the second one yet. Um, but the first one's really fun. Like Jared said, those classic RPGs. Those are really cool. But uh, System you News. Classic, though. I want to know. Because I, I don't know. Neverwinter? Like Baldur's Gate and uh, games like those. The old D&D style games. Like they built, roll? Yeah, everything's built off rolls. Mm. Like, do you yeah, get to see the roll? And everything? Um, I don't know about. I don't. I don't. I know there's a little log of things going on the side. I don't really pay that much attention to it. I don't think you actually see like the actual numbers roll. Like for for instance, like you'll like if you get burned, you'll throw like a a burn roll save or something like that. It'll tell you if you okay, pass or failed yeah. your save. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so you're saying so you're saying in my like, this is going to target. The the more hardcore RPG fan, or do you think yeah, like oh, RPG definitely. light or or hard or like do you think RPG light people will actually enjoy this? I mean, oh, no. I would say Jared is a R, little of the RPG light. Jared doesn't. I don't think Jared dives a whole lot into big RPGs. Bruh. Yo, mm. I'm a complete. I'm a completionist. That totally contradicts everything I've ever said. On this <laughs> <show>. <laughs> 
I bet everyone is like listening to podcasts is like he just said that he didn't finish anything. <laughs> okay, so no, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm light. I'm light. Yeah, RPG light. light. Right. Th- okay. There's a, there's a pill for everybody, I believe, and and it. I think it'll uh, the the uh, longevity of the game. I think hardcore fans probably more inclined to it, but because it is mm-hmm. a long game from what I understand. Pillars of Eternity, I hear, is also good. And it's like yeah, that sort of thing. I think what they describe that as more of an action RPG, more than a oh. classic RPG. But it's it's built around the same thing, except the only thing is turn based. While while uh, uh, Divinity, Divinity is, is turn based, yeah. Gotcha. So it's more well, it's more like D and D. You have initiative and stuff. Something gotcha. I totally didn't cover, which is like something huge in the new game, is yeah, that you can there is a like game master mode where you can pretty much make your own maps and encounters and have your friends play it like a D session so it's like kind of like a visual outlet for D players as well to maybe get this game because i mean i just feel like D players would like this game anyway right but but like your like your traditional dm can make encounters build the maps and everything and have up to four people play that map and it like it they looks can amazing. build it they can build it into their story too like it's uh-huh. just dude yeah. that's that's amazing yeah it's it's kind of like you know there's websites and stuff that let you and like tabletop simulator that let you do all this stuff but this is inside divinity and you use the divinity system and their classes and you get to see stuff die right in your face so wizards of the coast might be like we need this now sort of thing (laughs) i mean think about it it's like an actual game they get to play and if i'm sure they use the same rules they're saying like their own system okay so really they might be they might be creating their own uh empire there if they if they can build up on that if they can actually take that if if let's say for instance a lot of people enjoy that right, they can mm-hmm. take it out, build it into a separate like system game, and then oh, now yeah. that's going to be the standard of all D and D players because it's interactive, right? I'd that's be, I'd be interested to see that. Cool. Like yeah. I kind of delved into it. I didn't mess with it because like I really didn't know what I was doing. But it sounds good. Yeah. But yeah, like it looks like you can make like worksheets to like describe the area and you know you build these maps and you can control where they start and what they can see and all, it lo- it looks amazing like I, i've just like scraped the surface and i'm really excited to kind of like delve deep into it because like it's something that you can just keep learning from you know mm-hmm. build upon it and oh, even yeah. like i said like build your story around if you're a dm this is like your playground um Oh, yeah. Did we exactly explain? Sorry, we got someone in chat asking. Did we? <laughs> yeah. We didn't really explain what Divinity is. I mean, but... I was telling him that it's it's a you know, Tom Andrew, it was a classic RPG where you know, yeah, it's yeah. based off D and D with the roles and everything. We didn't watch a YouTube video. We might next week. Once, <laughs> I, I don't take too much time away from Andrew, but like next week we might do a more in depth Divinity Two run where after Jay oh, yeah. has more time with it. Oh yeah, and I I would even be interested in getting a guest in here that 
maybe oh, has played maybe. a lot of it. Maybe. Get Cool Carnage, yeah. Just get him. It's easy, easy <laughs> oh, to get. Easy, yeah. He's easy to reach out to, yeah. Yeah, he's easy to reach out to. Yeah. Let let me let me call him up real quick. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Uh, just some just some little new snippets. Uh, Bethesda came out and said that Wolfenstein, the, the new Wolfenstein, which uh, is the new Colossus, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. The old Colossus and Doom, the 2016 Doom, is both are both coming to Switch. Both will be fully playable on Switch. So wow. that's exciting. I think Bethesda's really putting a lot into Switch, obviously, with the I'm, Skyrim. I'm, I'm, and... loving, I'm loving all these third-party developers supporting the Switch. It's awesome. I yeah, I think it's much needed, right? I mean, Switch I, is I, great. I like, played, a lot of people have yeah, it. I haven't played Doom. I haven't played the new game, but putting it on Switch makes me... I don't want to get it. That way, I have I can play it wherever I'm at, whenever. So oh, man. Wherever. That, that's the key word. That's the key. Like, I know wherever, the graphics aren't wherever. as good, but just the, the portability of being able to play it where, like a AAA title wherever I'm at. It's mm-hmm. just... It's awesome. So Actually, previously, I had, uh, my, I had working Destiny 1. I, I was able to basically have my my vita mm-hmm. remote into my ps4 at home so wherever i had like signal and everything mm-hmm. so at the time i was like man if i could have a system like this but it, the game was local that would be amazing and guess what oh, yeah. the switch is there some stuff on it right y'all bought uh, mario rabbits yes oh you're gonna enjoy it if you type started no you should. It'll be fun. I know you got a lot of stuff going I, I, on, but you should. I bought you it the same night as Destiny. I I don't know why. I I think the next. The, I think the questions honestly should be. Um, have you not finished it yet? Like for any game that he says. <laughs> I mean, pretty fair. Uh, but some other game kind of related stuff. Uh, Adam Silver, who is the NBA head commissioner, uh, says he wants the. You know, the NBA basketball broadcast to be more like a, a Twitch stream. Like, so, like toxic I guess he wants chat, the what? chat. Like toxic. <laughs> like, I just feel like a sports game would be incredibly toxic. Are oh, they going yeah. to have Twitch chat on the Jumbotron? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I'm curious to see it. Like, wait, I don't know. Twitch is making some waves. That's interesting. Freaking overlays, like bits everywhere like what someone's, about, someone's going to get dunked on and chat's just going to be filled with eggplants eggplants <laughs> yeah. kappas and kappas oh, oh yeah kappas. some kappa frauds actually i want i want this to happen i want i want twitch twitch like stuff to invade invade the real I, the real I tv think be, i think it's a good way to reinvent entertainment it's make it you know interactive i think it's kind of cool and twitch but, is uh, free yeah, and Twitch is free. So. Word. I'm tired of logging in to like <laughs> my cable provider and it not even working. Right. Uh, last little bit of news, and then I'll let Andrew completely talk about the uh, Destiny for the rest of the stream, which is probably like 45 minutes. But JJ uh, Abrams is coming back to direct episode 9 for Star Wars. Hey. So I guess they liked him enough with episode 7 that he's on to 9. So. so eight's gonna be bad, and then he's then nine. He's gonna come back and fix it. I, I don't know, I'm hoping eight is gonna be the the Empire version of you know the original trilogy. But oh so yeah, we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. So without further ado, 
I would like to Drum ask up. Andrew. Andrew, what have you been playing this week? Knack 2. Destiny 2, man. Destiny 2. And uh, it's unfortunate last week, of course, because of Irma. Uh, I was traveling during during that time. I couldn't talk about it during the podcast. But you guys could, you guys did a good job about it. Um, but now that's been out for about a week. Uh, a little bit more than a week, actually. I'm sure there's can... nothing left for it for you to comb over. I'm sure you've literally... Uh gone through no, every bit of code I, there is i'm actually <laughs> actually you know what uh i i play differently than other people and a lot of other people um play differently just because like one person can focus on one character i actually like to focus on multiple characters because i i think that's the entire game uh playing in the different, different subclasses to me is getting the entire game so i actually did uh level up all three characters instead of focusing on one character and getting him the highest highest light um, but it's not like the lifers where they actually create three of the same character so they can get higher light. That's is, is three even, still the max. Three is still the max, right? Because oh. I mean, fi- they figured you're only I mean, if you're gonna, every class, you're gonna have it. Right. Yeah, one of every class. I think WoW does the same thing. They only give you one of every uh, class and yeah, rates so. or something. Maybe I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I heard that there wasn't gonna be any benefits from making the same class three times or something um maybe there is i i personally haven't done it i've never actually done it but i i keep hearing things about it maybe it's more like they love the class so much that they make three of it they don't care for the others maybe it's that but uh, i know previously in destiny one you could if you created three of the same you just basically um trade the trade the armor in and out and then you'll, you'll be you know you're set you can just level up really quick um but yeah i want to actually want to give a game review yeah, go for it. That's because what we're here for. Um, I I think that I've 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 tackled all of the stuff except prestige mode, and prestige mode is basically the hardest thing in the game uh, for Nightfall at the moment. But I have not reached three hundred yet, so I'm not going to give that a shot. Um, <laughs> but other than other than that, I've touched the raid, I've touched the Nightfall, I've I've done most of everything. So here goes the game review. So I think the graphics, first of all, I, I play on a normal PS4. They look great. They look really, really great. Jared, what do you think? No, I mean, like, well, okay. Um, I'm, the gra- I'm this is graphics. High. Yeah, yeah. The Definitely the graphics look good, but, like, obviously, I feel like PC is going to be way better. Oh, yeah. So, Actually, like, yeah. I'm just I, giving the review for the for this, like, one. For, if, if for any PS4 user out there, it's, like, comparatively to all the other PS4 games, it's, it's up there. I... I don't take my word on that because, like, playing on a console for the first time in like forever, it felt weird. Because oh yeah, 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 like just the graphics change was interesting. I play a lot of Destiny One, so I can compare it really easily. But I, I I'd say for for the graphics of a PS4 game, it is very good. The UI is very smooth. Is... I like I, I I like everything like clicking and there's like smooth transitions and you can go into the menu whenever it's great yeah cutscenes are beautiful cutscenes are great yeah is it is it enhanced for the pro uh as far as i know i've heard things that it looks beautiful on the pro yeah man too bad it's 60 bucks i robbed it <laughs> <laughs> i just can't so buy the main... twice yet no it's all good it's all good i mean it, you only have to wait one more month it, it's fine you'll be perfectly fine yeah, so I actually did, uh, for instance, 
I watched my video because I put out a lot of videos on my PS4, and then I just went back. I just clicked one of the the PC beta version and uh, of one of my videos, and it just looked. I just can't wait to to see that. It looks so crisp and so clean. So, um, PS4 graphics great, but wait for the PC. It's gonna be even better. The main storyline is good. I I'd say out of a AAA title, I, I give it a four out of five for for storyline. It's, it's much much like a Halo game because it's Bungie. It's classic Bungie material. Now, what would um, you rate the original storyline? The original for Destiny One, mm-hmm. a one out of five. It then <laughs> okay. like they there were the lore itself wasn't there. They they had these grimoires that I never right. read. The there was basically no story, no build up. Um, I I this is this I'm I'm just talking specifically about Destiny One vanilla. Um, but if I'm talking about like Destiny. The Taking yeah, King, it's gotten a little better than you know. Then the Siva Crisis that that even got better. So, so this is I would a give those, much yeah. much better uh, story than the first one. Uh, Absolutely, abs one hundred percent. It's very very good. The only reason I gave a four out of five really is there's some disconnects between. You're the only guardian, but obviously, if you go to tower, uh, there's all there's the whole bunch of guardians that have lights, so it, they kind of disconnect you there a little bit. But other than that, I think the it's good. last story, but I, I don't know. I thought that the last story was kind of established that you you weren't the only one. But yeah, they they kind of went backwards on it, and they they, they wanted yeah. to focus on you as as the guardian. So, um, still, I, there's still interesting. yeah, it's still it's still good and. What do you think Destiny is all about? In my opinion, is replay- replayability. It's great. This is just for vanilla Destiny Two. There's a lot. There's a lot to do at all times. There's a milestone director that provides you with, in my opinion, ten hours worth of of gameplay per character each week. So you could have easily thirty hours of gameplay just so, just from the resets, the weekly resets, and what so what the game is telling like- you to do. So this game just guide pretty much tells you, hey, if you need to go do these things to get further along and you know progressing your character. Absolutely, yeah. It tells you like That's nice. this is this is yeah this is what you need to do. Um, here's the percentage. Here's what you need to do, and then uh, you, here's the reward you get, and it's perfect. Like that's that's what you need, and it, like you could go anywhere really. I mean, it's just the UI is really easy to to um to get to a public event because the public events are actually open now that it tells you the timer and when it's going to start. Um, there's, there's like maps for the, for the hidden locations of treasure that you can find and mark off. There's, there's treasure maps. There's, there's a whole bunch of replay, replayability. There really is for, for just vanilla destiny Two. This is for the average gamer I'm speaking of. If there's like, if, I know there's, there's the part where if you t- play this game 24 seven, you're probably going to end up, you know, capping out really quick. But I'm speaking just for the normal gamer here. Um, huh. End game. This uh, this goes along with the replayability, but the level of detail um, and done with the new Leviathan raid, which was released uh, this past week. The changes to the end game pace, because the pace is actually a lot different than Destiny One. The pace meaning like you're you're gaining light, you're seeing progress, you're getting a lot of gear like they're throwing gear at you um the trials changes trials of osiris so that's basically the competitive pvp end game the nightfall changes they completely changed the nightfall to just just a different different uh in general aspect of it like there's before in destiny one where they had the nightfall the very beginning vanilla 
if you died, if you all died, you get booted back to orbit. Then they changed that. Um, but now they completely changed Nightfall. There's like, okay, well, now it's a timer based. And now you have to, now there's, there's other um, aspects that you have to do inside this Nightfall event that makes it more interesting. Like one of them this week, this past week was Timegate. So these, during the specific uh, event, you, there's a bit like a huge time gate, uh, like a huge uh, ring that you jump through, and then it'll spawn other time gates that give you more time to complete the actual event. And if you don't complete the event, you actually do get pooted back to orbit and you have to retry again. So, what uh, it sounds like to me is sort of like mythic dungeons and wow. Yeah. 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 They changed it there. You know, they might have taken it from that, but I really, really enjoy that pace and, and that, that change. They have also fac- faction reputation. They have exotic weapon quests, so like it, you, I know there's exotic weapon drops, like exotic exotic weapon uh, engrams, exotic engrams that you can get. These like but unique weapons, or are they just like general quests? Where you can exotic them? weapons are like the highest form of weapons; they're right. very unique. But you, that it's a quest, so like you, you, you will, you will get this exotic weapon at the very end of this quest. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and, so and I guess and, there's like a story based around the weapon or something. A little bit, but yeah, you, you're going to the NPC. You're finishing up their quest, and he, he they, you know, that person's saying, "Hey, this, this is, we're building up this weapon. You know, let's let's get it, let's get it created so we can give it to you, Guardian, so you can defend the galaxy." You know, so it's an um, artifact weapon. And you grind AP. <laughs> Got it. You Got it. So basically, this is wild. <laughs> but I do this like is wow with guns. <laughs> wow with guns, right? I mean, so in general, the end game all result in a rewarding, worthwhile experience, in my opinion. And I think any RPG fan will enjoy it. I mean, you have to have a, some level of FPS uh, skill, but it's mostly, in my feeling, it's it's a lot of RPG elements in it. You're you're getting you're getting gear. You're leveling up your character. You're like you're getting the shaders to look cool. You know, you're you're building up your your character. Yo, so. if your shaders game on point, we can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> shader game that's a thing it is a thing uh, so i i have a score here of 10 out of 10 because <laughs> i'm just a, i'm a fanboy i'm a i'm a little biased it's admittedly admitted so i actually do want to bring up a point for let's say for instance um and this is a, a, a good friend brought this up beforehand uh that this feels it almost feels like an expansion because it was like a lot of a lot of stuff was brought in by Destiny One, so mm-hmm. now you're paying sixty bucks for like an, an expansion instead of an actual game. I I rebuttaled and said I I don't have any of those feelings, but mostly because I I see this as a game that I can play for a very long time. But I want to get your guys' opinion on like what does it feel like? I I know maybe you didn't play Destiny One, but you can see uh, that if you went from Destiny One Destiny sh- Two, there are a lot of things that transfer over. We I can't remember. Yeah, go ahead. We both played Destiny One on release. Yeah, we played a lot of. Uh, I played a lot of Destiny. I don't know how much. I you, I remember you sat there for a while. Yeah, I mean, I hit max level, and then I'm like, "All right, well, now what do I do?" I think we uh, came back after like maybe the second expansion came out for the original one for a little while, maybe. But yeah, it didn't get anywhere. Even though like oh, I was yeah. carried, I was, I was <laughs> carried, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm not feeling it." <laughs> But, the pacing uh, of it, the pacing of just leveling, sounds very expansion-like. Not, not I mean, saying it's a small expansion, but it's definitely. I think it's worth the sixty dollars worth of stuff. But it just by the pacing alone, it kind of sounds like an expansion. 
So mm-hmm. from my view, okay, like tell me tell me if I'm just like totally doing something wrong here, but like I'll do some quest um and then all of a sudden like it tells me to go to the next planet, but I'm like three levels lower than I'm able to go to the next planet to continue the story. So it's like I feel like I gotta grind out these public events that have it's purposeful. No it's purposeful. I mean, I it, it, it there's adventures like that that are on your map mm-hmm. for those for those um for those planets that give you stuff like ability points. And though you you gonna you're gonna need those ability points if you want to get a new subclass and spend them. You know, so that's I think that's why right. they gave that to you. Okay. So actually, what I did uh, in those in those periods of time for those periods where you have to level up is you do do public quests. They want you to go and explore the actual, you know, area that you're in, level up a bit and then go to the next area. That's how I feel the pace is. But you you were not wrong. You're not wrong to do that. Okay. Like I well, I, it just felt like grindy, I guess, in a way, which I mean it's a it's a MMO, I get it. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, uh, I, I, you weren't like shooting individual monsters for experience. That's, oh, so I mean, no, 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 no. I, I guess I was go more... uh, grind on boars to your max level. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I was expecting, or what I hoped would be that, like the actual leveling up experience would just be like a campaign of any other game, where like. You actually have this story. I mean, it has story. I'm not saying it doesn't. But, like, you go and it's just fluent instead of, like, okay, well, I've done this much. Now i got to, like, grind out some levels just to go continue the story kind of thing. I guess there's a little difference between what they're doing. I mean, think about it as, a, like, a, an MMO light where you have – they give you a map, right? You you have choices. It's either, the, it's either you do one or the other, right? They give you a full campaign. You get to level 20. Or they can give you these little bits of time to actually explore the area that you're in. I right. I actually enjoyed it where they they give you like okay now you have to have three levels to just explore the area, do the adventures because the adventures are actually like sub missions. Like think about or actually in in WoW I actually compare them to quests. So you actually do get a little bit of storyline there. Yeah, I mean I guess it's good because you know not everyone likes linear campaigns. So like it, I mean, it gives you the option. I don't know. Maybe I just like complaining. Well, right. I, I, I'll put it this way though. Uh, it takes. If, uh, uh, I'm just get to the pace of it at least. So what you were? What level are you at right now? I think I'm like 15. Okay, so 15. So how long did it take for you to get there? Maybe around like five hours. Something Probably. like that. Oh my god, Probably. five hours! Yeah. So he's got another five hours for five more levels. Jesus. Something like maybe. Actually, the, the actually very end part actually takes it's very quick. So, but what I what I said is like it takes about nine to eleven hours. If you're watching all the cutscenes, you're really enjoying the experience. That's my first playthrough. It took me about about nine hours to do. Um, and then the story, in my opinion, it, it gives you depth and as as what you are as a guardian and like the actual goal to defeat Gaul and take back the light because. There was no story like again. If I can compare it to the vanilla Destiny, there was no like end game. So Gaul was that end game, right? You want right. to take back the light. Uh, the moment to moment gameplay. Uh, what do you feel about that? How do you how do you feel thus far about it? Try not to spoil too much. 
for me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, what do you mean, like mo- moment to moment? Just moment like... to moment, like really is just uh, you second by second gunplay, like what, like oh screen, yeah. Like, so, just... like, I mean, I grew up, like, I didn't really grow up playing a lot of the Nintendo games, like a lot of people did. I mean, don't get me wrong, like tear out some Mario Kart, but like I grew up playing like Call of Duty and Gears of War and uh Grand Theft Auto and <laughs> but so like shooters are like my lifeblood and no like I I love how it feels um I think I'd need to play like Hunter or like our hun- Hunter's like really fast cuz like I I don't I feel hindered being so slow as a warlock like even though they they're like super strong like I feel like I need I want to run around like super fast Hunter's very fast Okay, Actually, cause... they give you an ability to basically dodge. Like you, you're jumping. Is that your the roll? Yeah, like I've seen a couple. Of, like I think I watched your stream and I seen somebody roll, and I like freaked out that there was rolling in the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you know, like playing Call of Duty, I was the guy that always rushed, like super fast across the map, and so that's kind of like that would be your hunter. Yeah. Yep. See, like that's something. I may need to look into which Run across the map. Uh, then respawn. <laughs> no, never die. <laughs> we call in nukes. <laughs> so yeah, the the moment to moment gameplay is is great, and and like you said, the guns feel so great, right? I mean, oh, every yeah. gun in your controller just it you get the feeling like you're like I don't know what it is. I, I don't know how Bungie does it. Like you're shooting, it feels like a grenade launcher. You're shooting, it feels like a, mach- a submachine gun. You're shooting, it feels like a laser beam gun, you know? It's like it's just really, really cool how they do that. Um, but some things to notice as well, and this is different from Destiny 1 that I really enjoy, is that there's different subclasses of guns. For instance, like in previous, there's just a, a couple classes of a specific scout rifle. Scout rifle is either like a, a slow-shooting scout rifle, like tut-tut-tut, or you have a fast-shooting scout rifle, tut-tut-tut-tut, right? Right. So you have different sub subclasses of those specific guns. And they added more. They added more in this game. And people may not notice them, but some are better some are better than the others. Like for instance, for instance, there's like an auto rifle that is very, very fast. It's almost like a submachine gun, but they classify it as an auto rifle and but it shoots very short distance. I think that's like one of the better things, uh one of the better subclasses of guns that I saw. And then of course, um there's different hand cannon ones you can even so you can even see the difference of the hand cannon like there's a the classic revolver where you just like, like you the, you see the you see the little like uh, what is it what would you call that um you know, bullet to revolver just a revolver basically right versus a like a, a future a six shooter like yeah and then you have like a, a like a really futuristic hand cannon type and you're like what is this right but yeah you, you see the different types and they feel they all feel very very different so you'll you'll see the difference when you use them. Oh yeah. And, um, oh, I hate the burst guns. Oh my god. The pulse, like, the pulse rifles. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I, the ones I, I hated the most in the first Destiny were the ones that had to be charged up and fire. Uh, fusion rifles. Yeah, yeah those. Ugh, gross. Nah, they're they're really good now. Actually, that was one exotic that it's like a machine gun fusion rifle. Uh, it's basically when you shoot first, like you charge up and you shoot. 
it takes half the time the next time to charge up and sure. shoot. So you're like, shoot, you're charging up, shoot, charge, shoot, charge, shoot, charge, shoot, 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 shoot. Like that, that's how fast yeah, it is. Sounds shoots, like, a, so. like a Nagler or something from Halo. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, I put a little note here to say like the effects and what, what I described the moment to moment gameplay was just, it felt better. I don't know what it was. Destiny 1, there was that moment to moment gameplay where. You you have these nuke subclasses like your explosions are there and it, it just feels good. But there's something about Destiny 2 where the particle effects are just better, the graphics are better, they tighten it up, they made everything smoother. Um, the effects are just way better. I gave you a, like a like a like an example here. I was playing the raid and at the end of the boss. There's waves and waves of cabal just pour into the room. I don't think this is a spoiler too much. Uh, it's not like storyline driven, but mm-hmm. the boss is uh, shooting, shooting. The boss is shooting a laser, dropping huge explosions. You have the cabal using their jetpacks, like flying around the room. Cabal elites are shooting Being their annoying. own flamethrowers. Guardians are using their supers everywhere. There's six of them, so it's like they're lighting up the room, while of course, all while trying to make callouts to kill one specific monster in the room, to, or you all wipe. Like it's just like that moment to moment gameplay is so good. Like having all of that happen at once is what makes Destiny Destiny, in my opinion. So I I can't wait for you guys to get in there on PC and uh actually oh, get so get in there and uh so I can so I can yell at you guys. I mean uh raid lead, I mean <laughs> God, you need to calm down. <laughs> you are out of control already. I'm out of control, out of control. So yeah, the progression system, I wanted to talk about that too. Um I, yeah, when you get to hit level 20, I think you're going to you're going to see a lot of differences, a lot of differences. Good like, differences? Good differences, mainly because when you said you you both described Destiny 1, you got to level, you have to get the end game. Now what do you do? Right? Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't tell you what to do, didn't tell you how to get any any, any new gear, you just kind of like what do we do? This one, it's it sets you up very well. Whereas the miles, you have to look at your milestones, and 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 it tells you what to do. Like I described before, do this specific thing, you get powerful loot, and um, it's just a very good pace. Like any event you do will give you upgrades, and progressively like a good upgrades. Really, I mean, you you see your light level increase almost every single time you do an event, and that was very different than Destiny One. Very, very different in Destiny 1. So Destiny 2 fixes a lot of the issues, really, of, of all the loot and how people felt about loot, right? Do you remember Do you remember the infamous loot cave? Does anyone uh, remember dude. that? Yep. Yeah. You basically... <laughs> shoot yeah. into the darkness or something, it would make loot come out. Yep. That was that was the end game for Destiny 2 at the very beginning. I mean, a complete opposite to what it is it now when you patched. hit level 20. Yeah. yeah it was patched really like, quick. There was, like, a staircase that you get to as well. <laughs> someone found another one or something yeah it was it was it was very very interesting to to see like the the entire entirety of destiny one shooting into like a cave and just it's weird seeing that they, this they, these programmers put these you know places like this in the game they didn't on purpose uh that's what they figured obviously but the idea was like uh you know they didn't calculate okay well if the mobs keep coming out and there's people coming in, then I have to punch out more monsters, and they obviously fix that. But uh, and they may actually made fun of it later down the road. But they all, but they again, like they they learned from their lesson. They came out with Destiny Two. Now they're telling you that the, once once when you hit level twenty, 
you got plenty of stuff to do. Everything's going to give you rewards. It's almost like it's like in between Diablo three, where all that loot stuff. It's like that's how good it feels. (laughs) Like not, it's not uh, not dead too much. Um, but I mean, you do get plenty of loot where you're just um you're just dismantling it, right? But then you can go to the faction, right? Your faction guy, and you can hand in all that stuff that you just dismantled for, and you get an actual upgrade, like a legendary item, right? So it's not all going to waste. And um, How big are the factions in this one? I know the first one is kind of just cosmetic. Uh, the factions are... They're like more like NPCs in general. They're not. They're not factions. I shouldn't say factions. They're just like well, in, individual like people. The, yeah. In the first right. one, didn't didn't you like pledge yourself to like one of the factions in the tower? Yeah. When you did yeah. like PvP and stuff, you got accommodations for that faction. Is that how it still works now? Uh, no, it's not. It's very. It's very different. Um, well, not too different, but it's it's a, in a way where it's sort of the same thing. So when in the very Destiny one, you. You did do some specific things. You basically hand in, uh, even even sometimes hand in items to the person, and it gives you reputation. And then once you hit the level, you can uh, you get like a random drop or something like that. Right, it's right. sort of like that, except this time it's it's an NPC. Uh, there's no future war, war called or dead orbit or anything like that. But there's NPC like the arms dealer himself will take in all of your dismantled items uh, and parts, and then you just hand it to him. Right, he uses the parts, and then once you hit the max, the the level, he gives you, an like he gives you an item or a, a couple items depending on what the role is, right? Sure. Uh, but there's no there's no like uh, cosmetic things as far as I know. Um, sometimes he'll give you like mods, which I'll talk about later. Um, but then in engram drops, I know that sometimes shaders drop too. But there's also a difference between bright engrams and uh the legendary engrams so and the bright engrams also are part of like the end game too so when you actually you still have a leveling bar so when you hit the max max xp for that level you actually go to um tower i think i forget her name but it's basically eververse and she'll give you a bright engram and this is basically your shaders your uh sparrows your ships all of the and sometimes mods right uh, stuff you would usually pay for for silver, but you you can actually still get it in the game by just playing the game. Where, do you not get a like a sparrow until max level? You don't get a sparrow until max level. God, like man, trying to run it everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> they so want you to experience it. It's actually not that bad. Yeah. To be honest. That, but once you get your sparrow, once you get your sparrow, it's. It's, it's it's good. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, which like I mean, I I think I got to like level ten before I realized like I didn't have one. Like I totally forgot like they existed. Well, that's one. good, right? That's that's sort of a good thing. It keeps and you like so, active. Yeah, and then someone flew by me on one. I was like, hey, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys will like this next point that I have here is since you guys are raiders, right? You guys mm-hmm. have done mythic raiding before, as far as I know, and uh, mythic true. level difficulty stuff. Is the level of difficulty for the end game, in my opinion, is very high. I like I said before in the very beginning, I haven't touched the prestige level, which is new for the nightfall stuff. So I don't really know what that's gonna be about. I know it's obviously gonna be a lot harder, and the light level requirement is max light level. What so is your kind of Just out I, of highest is 285? You're almost there. Yeah, almost there. Almost there. 
but I still need to do a lot more. Um, but there, like I said before, uh, there's there's the nightfall, which is the, your end game strike, basically, with some specific modifiers, and then resets weekly. Um, I, I described it as like a very very different now. That's it's more like a mythical dungeon, like you said, where you get a specific time. You you get like a basically a modifier to extend the time, and if you don't extend the time, or the time runs out, you get booted back to orbit, and you have to redo it, right? And there's also some other type of modifier. I think well, Prism was the only one I've I've only seen where the the burns the element will will rot will rotate. So let's say it's arc, solar, and void, and during those specific phases, everything arc will hit harder for you. Everything solar will hit harder. Everything you know, depending on what element it is. I think that's a really cool perspective on how to change up uh, a normal strike. And then, of course, uh, the raid. I think the one of those things that I, I I just loved in Destiny One and Destiny Two. They they brought it. And I really, really, really like this raid. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's so good. It's so good. I I, I compared it to almost um to a raid in wow like like the mechanics you do and the the level of communication you have to do with your team the level of communication you have to do for the for these specific events is high like you be you better everyone better know where, where they're at or where they're going what they're doing or everyone fails and you have to restart again so uh if any any questions about that though i'm kind of interested in what you guys think about like i guess you haven't seen it yet so which, what are you guys expecting? You know, I mean, if that's what, I mean, if they're going for the raids, that's what I expect out of it is something like you know, I'm, I mean, it's not I'm gonna say on par with WoW, but I mean that's kind of the standard nowadays for your in-game type of raid, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's, like, I'm expecting. I'm, I'm excited to to yield that. I I expect a lot. Oh no, I I am gonna be so toxic i i'm up there with you yeah <laughs> yeah like they, they, i'll just put it in perspective it took me six hours to beat the last boss like constantly wiping and everything like with a, with a good team and that was like maybe this the third day in of the raid so it's like like really brand new like not, not a lot of people are well a lot of people are doing it but not not the oh, well. majority of people are doing it Right. <laughs> uh, I stacked my team. If that's what you mean, yeah. So I mean, I'll give you a little bit of insight on. It's not like the actual story or anything like of of the events, but like I'll give you an example of mechanic. Like, you have to kill a specific monster in a time, a specific time, or the entire raid dies. Like that's one mechanic, right? But to the more complex, um, like something like I call out of in order three people have to sound off not overlapping you have to hear them really clearly then when you do and you would do an action with that information then you do an action with that information while shooting dodging staying alive and making sure you, you kill the specific monster or you all wipe like that's the now, level of difficulty uh, and and communication you really need now are these like hidden mechanics that you discovered by progressing in the fight and wiping or are they kind of like given to you as you go or like your little oh they're, they're hidden up, like hey let's do this nope it's hidden like you, you're learning you're learning just just like you're learning a 
a normal raid fight, you're just like, what's what well, do these mean, symbols mean? Have, like, what is this like, deal? Uh, fat boss and stuff. They pretty much spoon feed you everything. But it, I like the, I like the, I mean, by the time PC releases come out, everybody will know how to do the raids. But oh, for sure. And I'll obviously it, you have I, the raid. I used to. I'm yeah. I'm old school WoW player, so it's nice. It's you know, interesting to hear the old. You go in, keep wiping until you know all the mechanics, and then when you think you know it all, you wipe the mechanic you didn't know existed. Yep. Yep, that's that's it too. And here's another thing too about this is this is the this is the normal raid. Normal. There's gonna be a prestige level and there's gonna be challenges. Like those are two separate things. They did this in Destiny One, they're gonna do it in Destiny Two. That means they're gonna they're gonna add difficulty and they're gonna add challenges and more loot to those people that have completed it. So that's just there's just more more to come. Um and for your PvP people. Like oh there's trial, there's trials of Osiris, which is the end game content, the competitive PvP content. So the better you do, the more wins you have in a row with your team, the more the better loot that you're gonna get, and you get a lot of loot if you get uh, flawless, which is seven and zero. Hmm. It's crazy. So, so it's how does that stuff. work? So trials of Osiris, uh, it just released last last week. There's there's been some saying that they released it early and without a light requirement. Not a light requirement, at least, but a uh, it, the light doesn't affect your gameplay, so everyone's at even playing field. Before Trial of Osiris was that your light mattered, meaning if you were 300 and the other guy was 200, you would wipe the floor with him. So the first first week was released. I we we're, a lot of people are assuming. That the light, uh, the light's going to affect it later down the road, but they're just letting people catch up. Um, but so in general, Trial of Osiris is a competitive gameplay mode. Uh, it's teams of four, so four v four, and it's a counter like a Counter Strike defend and attack elimination mode. At least this this week it was. There could be other modes that they're going to set set forth in the future weeks, but this week was a basically a Counter Strike. You you go and attack which means you go to a point and you plant a bomb and then you have to defend it or wipe out the other team. And then you, if you wipe out the other team, you win. Or in the defense, if they so plant the bomb, yep. you search and destroy. Yeah. Is that, think, yeah. The, is that, can I, I do I'm that in normal game mode or is that only available in trials? Uh, you can do it in, you can do it in a regular playlist. It's called competitive playlist. But I'm yeah, trials is different. That. It's so good. It's, it's fast paced. It's a, you, you know, you're, you're, talking with your team you're making call outs um actually the new thing that they did here in this game in destiny 2 is they give you specific call out titles like in your mini below your mini map it says this is keyhole this is temple like so you can make the call out right they're going to temple they're going to keyhole it's kind of like they're going to a they're going to b right right so they're making it more competitive they're making it very fast paced um i i really enjoyed it i i tried it a little bit we only got five, five and one. We did five and one, but we still got some loot Bad. for it and everything. Bad, <laughs> get good. <laughs> get good. <laughs> so yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I know I'm not sure if you guys are PvP people. Oh, uh, I mean, I like the for this uh, game. I will be. Yeah, I like that kind of whole PvP setup there. It's fun to play. I I will be. I'll make a character just for PvP if I have to. Yeah. It's an extension of this game. Like you have the great PVE, but PVP is consistent. Like it's 
it's there like it's always there to play and it's always dynamic like you know you never know who you're facing and how how it's going to turn out right it's fun it's a lot of fun but wait there's more <laughs> i get this shaders i know you guys talked you i know i know um brandon talked about it a little bit with me is that when you get a shader you, it comes in stacks of maybe like three or four or something like that but the idea is that when you attach it onto well you can only attach it onto one piece of loot and it's get used permanently so yeah so that, that's one thing about shaders it. in the game that i'm going to use once and i'm never going to ever have that shader ever again it's not a thing. Is that's it? a good question. Awful. Honestly, I think I think so because if oh you God. think about it, the I'm raid never itself. My gear ever. Because the raid, like it's like, let's say you go through the raid. I think it drops shaders in the raid, and if you don't do that raid and you use it up, you kind of that's kind of it. You have to go back into the raid and get more shaders. That's my, that, that's that's a good that's a question right there, right? My bank is literally going to be full of <laughs> just shaders. No, I don't think you can do it. Uh, uh, shaders is just endless. You can just oh, rack okay. up shaders. And I'm just going to have so. a million shaders I never use because <laughs> I never know what I might want to use this on. We do true, have a question true. coming in through Twitch. Any news on them turning off aim assist on PC yet? No news on that because the idea is that if you have, and they did this for Overwatch, but as, as far as I'm concerned is they turned it off. Uh, where if you have a controller plugged into the PC and you mimic a keyboard and mouse, you also get the keyboard and mouse uh, auto assist, right? Although this, that's if you're playing keyboard and mouse. Sorry, if it's, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. Um, so is he talking about just the controller aim assist? Because they're not turning that off. Right. I, th I think what a lot of people are worried about is the, is the keyboard and mouse they're using keyboard and mouse but they're going to be with playing against they're going to be playing against people that are using controllers with aim assist and it's possibly going to be an advantage um yeah there is that but as far as i know i haven't heard any news about turning off aim assist for the controller and i would actually there's the big thing about reddit was that if you're playing keyboard and mouse you can mimic the controller keyboard and mouse and get the aim assist by playing keyboard and mouse which is in my opinion sounds even more overpowered which i think they actually did they had that on an overwatch like i explained before and they turned that off so uh, it's up to it's up to bungie that if they're gonna do that or not but i i know of it uh guy i'll keep you posted i guess uh, and i'm i'm looking i'm looking out for that too because pvp and aim assist and pc might be a bad thing we'll see yeah Oh, I agree. Uh, raid gear. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the what ways? But what, wait, there's more still. So uh, wait, raid more. gear. Raid gear. I already have a couple pieces, but it looks so good. Like that feeling that you you got this piece, and it looks good, and I can't wait to get the rest of the pieces, sort of thing. Like the guns even look so good. Like I'm, not, I can't ruin it. Like you can Google it right now. Like of the Leviathan raid gear, but man, my Titan looks so good, and the guns look very regal, like a gold trim outline with white. I mean, I mean, I just, I just can't say enough how much I want to get back into the raid on the reset and try to get that gear. But there's gonna be that that other thing too about like, oh man, I didn't get it this week. That's an RNG roll, right? And next week I'll hopefully get it and that's the idea right of the replay replayability oh yeah yeah 
Um, some special things that I noticed, and I, I really like this too, is like emotes. They have new aspects of the emotes. Instead of like, you know, before where like you have a really cool legendary emote, but he does something like a dance, like a really cool dance that's not as simple as just like saluting or something like that, which was like a green um, for Destiny 1. But now an example is like, I like I use this one is when I do the emote, a couple of floating bottles show up in front of me, like different colored ones. And I kind of like shoot them with my hand and they all explode. <laughs> um, and then another one is like a random bowl will show up in front of the, the, the guardian and he'll eat ramen out of it. And he just tosses it away. That's right. Awesome. I think, I think these are, these are great ideas. Um, and then whenever you die, remember how you kind of rezzed? There's that like, right, sort of effect up, where you yeah. glow and you pop up. You can actually customize that, which is really cool. I, I didn't know that until last night. Someone explained it to me. I was like, where do you find this? Like, what is this? It's actually on your ship because right. I guess technically you're dropping in from your ship or something like that. So right. um, they have that like little icon, basically. You can change it. You can change it to like you, where you drop in. It's like a a vanguard symbol or like you drop in like a cabal which is like a huge ball it hits like a meteor and then it dissipates that's kind of uh, cool yeah i think it's really cool what they do, what they've done like those 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 little things make the experience a little bit better right uh and the the clan system that they built under this is has i think they really thought about this mainly because um the, the clans before they obviously didn't have clans before so the organization of like trying to find fire team was basically on third party applications which in aspect sometimes is is better and and get destiny 2 now but now it's easier to find clan members there's actually like in game you can see your clan members you can invite them just then right then and there instead of actually i don't know going to PSN, the wonky PSN app and trying to do it through there. Right. So it's it's great. It's really, really good. But another thing about the clan system is they have different levels. Like you your clan as a as a whole can level up and you get specific perks out of it. Like the first level yeah, first level is like get more glimmer out of events. Second one maybe like get increased um I forget what to say. I actually I don't want to say them because I don't really know right now, but there are different perks and you get a banner if you're part of a clan. So you'll kind of see what you get after your after your um uh, your clan levels up. Really cool. But another thing I actually noticed, and I just uh it I just it's really really cool. I want to get your opinion on this. But for the clan, let's say for instance, our clan went in for our clan. I guess is two or more people in 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 the raid group go in, defeat the raid. That means that everyone in the clan gets an engram and raid loot Whoa. if they complete it. Hmm. So think about this. Like, what I just did, um, or someone someone did in the clan, is they did Trials of Osiris. Trials of Osiris is a PvP thing, so they went right, flawless. Right. And I I went to my clan. I, was, I went to my clan uh, person, or I guess I, I think it's uh, Hawthorne or something like that, and she gives the clan rewards. She had something for me. I'm like, what 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 happened? And it's an actual end game loot sniper rifle from Trials of Osiris because someone went flawless in my clan. Huh. That's really neat. I think it's really cool. Uh and that kind of and I kind of thought about this like meta game is 
I think they did this because they kind of want people to progress and they want everyone to be in a clan and, and yeah. get benefits from it. So let's say, for instance, yeah, get a stack, get a stack raid group, push it, push them through the raid. Now everyone gets something, right? So then not, there's not like a lot of argument of like, I want to be in this raid and everything like that. Be like, you're going to get loot. Don't worry. Like, we're going to get it for you, but we'll bring you in later down the road kind of thing. So I kinda, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if Bungie thought about that or how why they did that, but I thought that was really cool that they did that. So I think, so I think like uh, people are... more ways to get loot that wasn't available in the first one. That wasn't available in the first one, right. Now, it only drops at light level 10, which means that you have to boost it using a specific gun that you already have. But... Right. In general, like that's a gun that you didn't have before, right? And, and yeah. it's end game gun, so that's really really cool. Um, the last thing I actually had this is the last thing I could have gone on forever, but the last thing <laughs> is as a software developer, I really do appreciate the high level quality they put into this in this game. Not only the networking they did, but um, the the APIs that they have. Is very are very strong. They were they were they were very strong in Destiny One, but they obviously made some changes in Destiny Two, because, I mean, stuff like Dice Destiny Item Manager, if you don't know about it, is a third party application that that you can use to transfer your items between characters. It has a good UI, and all this is done through the APIs. Um, Destiny Item Tracker, or no, sorry, Destiny Tracker is like all of your stats that you've had in PvP so that people can look you up and be like, are you a good player? What's what's your recent uh, win rate and stuff like that? Um, that's all through their APIs. I think it's I think this it just gives you it, it, it gives a level of support um, that you didn't have before. Like I mean these these uh these developers love this game, right? Um oh, sorry, the developers, the third party developers love this game so much that they want to create applications for it, right? Right. And then it create and then there's the, the aspect of the players that that for me, Destiny Item Manager, I don't know how I would I, I hate I don't want to fly back to the, the vault and and do my <laughs> and do my load out there. I wanna do it right on my computer on the browser and just transfer it where whenever, wherever I want. I can be in the raid and be like, Oh, I need that gun and just bring it over. Straight from huh. straight from the application, and that's use all using the APIs. So, it's really cool. Yeah, I, I, it's 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 some things to make your gameplay just a little better, and that's that's not even Bungie doing it. I think that's why Bungie did it. They're like, here's some APIs, guys. Uh, we're giving you we're giving you free reign for, for a lot of specific things. So go ahead and create this application, and they and people created some really quality applications to help people out. And that's I all I had. That. And that's all I had, man. I'm I'm gonna That's all? What that's it. That's, all? No, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll have some stuff next week, I'm sure. Oh absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah Jared will have some stuff next week. Oh yeah, we'll we'll talk about how awesome I am and how I carried Andrew <laughs> the raid at level at like well, level two ten or something. Be is that Jared's not high enough to do any raids. What? No. I mean, you're the one playing PUBG earlier, not Destiny, or you could have been getting better. Slacker. Hey, I gotta, like, stick to what I know. Like, (laughs) I had a full full squad, like, yo, let's play. I'm like, all right. And, you know, they all all play Destiny. Well, two of them do, but. We're gonna have that full squad on PC, man. We're gonna have that full squad. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna lose so many friends. So, 
<laughs> I mean, that's already happening, so. Ouch. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Too toxic. Too toxic. They can't well, handle I think, me. I think we've pretty much were in rad time and things to talk about this week, so. Since uh, Andrew's on a roll, go ahead and close out. Sounds good. All right, pixelpupgaming.com. That's where you guys need to go because it has information about anything and everything about stuff like this podcast, our Destiny clan, which is actually growing. So thank you to everyone. Shout out to Wrath Incarnate and to, and like different things like about information about us, about Brendan, Jared, and me, and and our gamer tags, wherever you can find us. So visit pixelpupgaming.com. Sweet. All right. Uh, I've actually started using my Twitter a little bit, so you can follow me oh. at Jared Brown one three one nine. Don't know why it's one nine at the end, but it's what I did. Um, also, as always, TBMJ underscore Blaze on pretty much anything. Um, by the way, like just. Find me in the clan. I, I'm not gonna say what my name is on PlayStation, but you know, I'm <laughs> very inappropriate. Um, uh, I saw that. I'm like, what? I, I'm, that, I, I'm that guy. So, <laughs> yeah, really, really frustrated. You can't change it. Um, anyway, um, yeah, hey, hey, Sony, fix that, please. Yeah, like I, I will pay for that. Where, where are you at, Sony? You might be able to do that. You call them up. You You sure? Apparently, by doing so, it would remove all of your friends and everything. I don't understand that. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So check me out on Twitch. I'll be streaming every podcast. Also, uh, multiple days a week playing random stuff. So, yeah. Shout out to Honkers for being interactive this week. Yo, Honkers! Fucking crap. I'm Abop, A B O P, on everything except for Xbox and PlayStation. But, uh, yep, yeah, check out the website. Um, get information from us about our Discord. Come join the Discords and be a part of all the big talks in the week that's not, you know, going on. But, yeah, that's all. That's all I have this week. If you want to send us an email, do it at wtnpodcast at yahoo.com. Join the stream next time. Uh, we always, always usually record around eight thirty. This week it was eight fifteen. But uh, yeah. Well, let me see them pog champs in chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll that'll be it for Thank us. You. So, oh, you got something? Yeah. No, I mean, I'd I would just like to see like suggestions on what we should talk about. Like, yeah, shoot us an email. Get on Twitch. Send a message on Discord. Send a message on Steam. Send a message anywhere. Yeah. Maybe we should set up a, a channel in the Pixel Pub. Uh, oh, by the way, on my Twitter, I added your website on my as my website. Like, For sure. Is that, yeah. is that, is that like so, do it. <laughs> No. No. No, it's absolutely free not. Advertisement. It's free so, advertisement for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's fine with me. Um... Yeah, I think next week we'll do, depending on what Jared plays, we might do some Divinity 2 talk. 
and Andrew, I'm sure we'll have some more listening to stuff to talk about. I'm going to make a list of every game I've never beaten that I want to still. Well, I can't do that, Honkers. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, but that'll be it for this week, and uh, we'll see you guys later. See you. Peace.